Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. And Jas, what did we do last time? Well, last time we finished up at the Water Temple. And Jay, what are we going to do this week? Oh, to begin with, it's been a while since we've heard about the Sealing War. We need to know what's happened and how the Sages of Old managed to seal away Ganon. Because I don't know. <laughs> We may also do a region wrap-up as well. We will, of course, having beaten the Mukturuk, once again listen to the exact same cutscene from a slightly (laughs) different camera angle. Um, So I don't want to talk about that, because... Are they? Well, like, from, like, different angles, like you said. Just camera angles, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it kind of focuses on like the sage of that region hmm yeah, yeah it'll zoom in on the one in the elephant mask but more interesting to me um, we talked a little bit on a previous episode about the um, the shr- the spe- special stones themselves being Magatama secret stones yeah, those ones. They're pretty special. <laughs> the the special secret swords. <laughs> Keep it secret. Keep it special. <laughs> Is that going to be our new sign-off for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, keep it secret. Keep it special. <laughs> sure. Um, anyway, we talked about them being Magatama, but they also have um, a specific like old script on them. Which I had... I'd always vaguely recognised it as looking like... What I would call the kanji you see on fancy restaurants. Right, okay. Um, and when I was in... Um, it was last year when I was in Uji. Which is like between Kyoto and Nara. And it's like the home of green tea. We saw a shop that was selling um, like stamps with that kanji. Apparently it's called Seal Script. And it's like the oldest still used form of those Chinese characters. Um, and the the sacred stones, they don't just have like random video game gibberish on them. It's actually ancient kanji for like fire, water, earth, and lightning. That's, that's a really neat touch. Yeah, it's a good detail. Yeah. Oh no, it'd be fire, water, wind, and lightning, wouldn't it? Uh, Earth, wind, and fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was happy to see that, like, it's actually using. So I guess using the oldest form of writing is a deliberate little thing because it's. You know, it's meant to be like the oldest bit of Hyrule's history. Mm. And on top of that, it's also actually saying something in kanji. Would, um. Is this like commonly known in Japan, or is it in a Japan? Bit like, I think um... it's. I think it, it's the Japanese equivalent of writing something in Latin. Right. Okay. I was so not everyone would necessarily know what it says, but people would recognize it as text. 
Right, I was thinking along the lines of like what, for example, like Beowulf was written in, like like Old English or what have you there, that sort of deal. But yeah, yeah, somewhere between those two. Yeah, gotcha. Like not everyone could read it, but everyone would know that it's meant to say something. Mm, and okay. it's, oh look, okay. that's old. That's old timey stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, a really neat for us, for us in the West, dude, I might as well have just been Squiggles. <laughs> yeah. I, like I, I vaguely recognised that it was the type of writing that I had seen, but I couldn't have told you all of that until I looked it up, specifically for this podcast. Mm. And it was it was neat seeing the, the name Seal Script was like, oh, okay, that gave me like a, a thing to Google to find all this information. Uh... Yeah, that's super interesting and Far more interesting than yeah, going over is... the same cutscene for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But with that done, we can return to Zora's domain. And there's all kinds of stuff we can do to finish things off around here. That there is. Um, unlike the other regions, I think, where there was maybe a couple of quests you could do before you solve the region's phenomena... I think for Zora's Domain, I think it's pretty much all unlocked post-Temple. Um, like, I mm. don't remember really doing any side quests um, mm-hmm. before this. Maybe, I might be misremembering, but maybe it's just because the main quest is so involved and there are a mm-hmm. couple of different objectives, like repairing the armour and things like that. But... Yeah. Pretty I, think sure. the, I think the only uh, one is the, the only kind of you want to call it a side quest is for like getting the armor pieces right because I definitely remember yeah putting the time in before like finishing the main quest to kind of get the. But armor even then, I like, think you first. could only get the. You could only get the. The like chest piece before the main quest. Yeah, that's correct. We'll go yeah. over the other pieces as part of our wrap up here, but. Um, and the chess piece, whilst it's like a side objective, it does become, as we said last time, essential for scaling the, uh, the I forget the name of the islands up there, the Wellspring Island. There we go. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, yeah, shall we dive into some side quests then, dotted around Zora's Domain? Yeah, well, as per usual with these um, post-shrine bits, we should probably start with the, the helmet. Yeah, uh, so the helmet, I believe, is the secret treasure under the great fish. I'm just double checking. It definitely is, yes. Um, so this quest here, um, Sidon, he finds a little passage in a book where it says the great fish, the eternal guardian, a secret treasure waits just beneath the stony form of its statue. Below the long bridge that reaches for the statue, leave your fears behind. Pass beneath two waterfalls to find your prize. So, um, um, last week I was talking about when we had to find King Dorafan, how I was remembered going through a bunch of waterfalls trying to find something. Mm-hmm. I think this was the bit where I was mucking about with various waterfalls trying to find the right one. <laughs> well, I think it, this one's especially a little bit confusing because there are multiple bridges kind of leading away from Zora's domain. So the great fish and the clue is um, 
sort of domain itself, right? Yeah. But I think the one that it wants you to go for is, I mean, the, the one that's called the Great Zora Bridge, like the longest of the three. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think I also fannied around for a while, <laughs> stumbling into <laughs> odd caves and, and such. Um, were you uh, a whiz kid at this one, Jas? Did you grab it right away, or have you done this quest? Yeah, pretty sure, yeah. Pretty sure I got the full set. Just try to remember it. It's just like such a long time ago that I've done it. Has been a while. Has been a while. So, uh, the cave itself, maybe this will jog your memory, is the aptly named Cave Under Zora's Domain, which is below the uh, Great Zora Bridge. Um, so, interestingly, and this is maybe why it took me a while to find it, maybe you'll be the same look, um, to actually go through the waterfall. You can't have the Zora armor equipped, otherwise you right. Be yeah, automatically swim yeah. you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think my thought process of that Link would like stop and dive into the cave if there was something behind there. Like uh, I was thinking maybe like halfway up the waterfall or something like that, but no, you just need to have the armor not equipped. I'm gonna be like and, a neat uh, thing though, right? If it's like halfway up the waterfall, and there's like the cave entrance, and you can automatically swim up and grab the ledge. Would have been mm-hmm. a neat thing. But, uh, yeah, so inside there you'll find the Varuta Divine Helm to finish this quest. Also, interestingly, in here as well, you will find the uh, Chasm under Zora's Domain, which will lead us down to um, the abandoned Lanayru Mine. Mm. And... I can't remember if there was much of note. Is there any um, Yiga Clan or anything in that mine? I don't remember. Uh, yes, there is something down here. So if you remember from before, we last saw our old pal Master Koga over at the abandoned Gerudo mine. Um, this is where he heads next. Um, so this is the easiest way, I think, to get here. I think you can get here through a couple of holes in the wall as well I don't think this is totally cut off from the landmass like for example yeah it's not a fully surrounded by water right that's it yeah yeah so So there's a couple like small tunnels you can get through here because I don't remember accessing this fight um through uh Mm. by dropping down Uh, right I remember I think I came in Either for the north or south. Yeah, looking at the here. looking at the map, there's definitely like a north kind of tunnel connects to the linear okay. mine. But uh, once again, Koga's very keen to <laughs> to uh, use the Zonai device there, and he's a bit upset that, of course, again, it's not working for him. Um, and. Lo and behold, after you have a chat with him, it will trigger another fight with Koga. Um, and this time it's uh, yeah, you're like both a battle, both sailing around basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, weird. Uh, weirdly, I don't know if I'm wrong in saying this here. Bit of James Bond vibes. <laughs> What's the? Um... Is it? <laughs> The world is not enough where they have like a big boat battle on the River Thames. 
Oh, there's definitely been some boat battles in some bonds for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly where my mind went, but I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because it's kind of like this sort of... Well, I see the version of that Bond film where, where it's just like, draft. it's like a comical, like thrown together boats. <laughs> Little makeshift like, 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 control sticks. I mean, one fan on the back. Probably had Rod- had Roger Moore been in the driver's seat for a little longer, it might have headed that way. Yeah, we're getting a bit sniffed. There's definitely yeah. Well, Roger Moore also had some bonds. I feel very did have. What if James Bond was silly boat fights as well? Maybe mm. <laughs> be more gadget usage. Uh, wacky races, James Bond, MacGyver, whatever you choose to compare this to, it's another scrap with Koga. And uh, I think after a while, he'll like generate like a shield in f- on the front of the boat. Yeah, so, it forces you to like attack it from more creative angles and stuff. Yeah, um, apparently the wiki says that you can just use a bomb flower and that negates the shield altogether. But uh, there you go. Um, well, I think also I had um, what's his chops, the Goron lad. You noble. Yeah. So in any vehicle battle, he was my main weapon. <laughs> Might have been the same for me by this point of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a again a real action movie finale to the fight if you choose, because after you do even more damage, you'll totally cover his boat with shields. Mm. So if you weren't doing the bomb arrow trick what you're meant to do is you're meant to kind of or not meant to do but what you can do is drive right up alongside them and then uh, fight him with your sword if you so choose so kind of boarding his ship yeah. getting involved so definitely remember doing that at some point like during the fight where I just like ram full steam ahead and jump onto his boat so uh, after we kick Koga's arse again he decides to abandon the Lanera mine, but as he flees, he says, he knows where the Demon King is is, is, in, is hiding. Not hiding. Gathering power, probably a better word. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he, what Koga plans to do is to activate an ultimate weapon. Um, and the quest log says that the Demon King may have a clue to Zelda's whereabouts. We'll have to wait and see on that. But uh, he's headed off to the abandoned Hebra mine. Which we have been in that neck of the woods, so. Um, I think we should we should touch on it. Let's touch on that when we finish, when we move the main quest on a little bit further. I think you're right. Because it gives yeah, it's like a clue to the end battle, right? So that's true. Oh, it's a little tease for you. (laughs) Also, I just (laughs) don't want to talk about two Koga battles back to back. True. (laughs) I'll remember to look up that one and actually have things to say. Because I I remember. Circle strafing boats around for ten minutes, taking pot shots. But yep. unfortunately, I don't have much interesting to say about that battle overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, and yes, you do get the boat schematic after you've beaten Koga. So there you go. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> Back up to the surface. Back up to the surface. I don't think there's anything else down here. There's not a coliseum or anything. Not as far as I can tell. Um, yeah, not much else around the Lanero region. Just your usual sorts of depths, 
paraphernalia, mines, maybe a couple chests, some some nasties. Not much more to write home on that one. But uh, there is more to do. Back up in Zora's domain. Yeah. Uh, such so as... We have, of course, the legendary weapon we can craft. Mm-hmm. Um, same as in Breath of the Wild, it was the Trident. Um, yes. I think it requires a bunch oh, of diamonds and the shining luminous stones, is that right? Uh, flint, just flint. Oh, just flint. Yep. Um, yep, Glory of the Zora. So it's the blacksmith lad who I think gave you a clue about where to get an ancient fish for the yeah. for the armour. Mm. Yeah, he, he's the one that repairs or makes for you the light scale trident. And you can put it in your house in Tarrytown, never to be used. <laughs> nah! <laughs> that is madness. <laughs> well, just collecting the, the one of the best weapons in the game and then not using it. That's scandalous behaviour. <laughs> this is my go-to. Like, like, this is my go-to damage deal weapon. I like, will not even... Like really? Yeah. Put a silver, like, so I, I silver just lino silver horn on the, it, uh... and then boost boost the power with the Sidon's, like, water ability. Mm-hmm. It's crazy good. Plus, I just like spears. I, see. I just, yeah, I just, I just don't like... use the spears very much, yeah. Spears are one of my favourites, so... Because I, I know they, they do, like, those. you could do, like, a bunch of attacks really quick with a spear, right? So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they are actually, like, DPS goats, but... No, I just like using a sword. <laughs> I think it's because it's just typical Zelda. You have to put your right? shield down to use a. Yeah, you have to put your yeah. shield down to use a spear. I think it's just kind of like going into like the the flurry, the flurry rush mode. Fair bit, just doing. Oh, yeah, dodge, well, dodge I know. Attacks. Shields do a gender passivity, so that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Swear jar. <laughs> Going to add like, and as well as I'm going to start talking about parries. If you're using a shield, you're going into parry mode, and this is not a game I really want to parry that much in. But there is another game. Uh, I, to be honest, do I do in. use the um, well, that's why I love these games' combat is because they've literally just ripped off my two favorite other games' combat because mm-hmm. you have Dark Souls parry and Bayonetta's dodge. So I don't think that one is even swear draw worthy. I think that's literally the game just takes that mechanic wholesale. Another game to the list oh, yeah. to compare Tears of the Kingdom to. I don't think there's going to be many instances where I compare it to Bayonetta. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find a way. Oh, we always do. I totally forgot we'd spoken about the house on this cast. Yeah, a lot here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so also, um, another quick one that we can do is, uh, <laughs> fantastically named, a crabulous deal, <laughs> <laughs> where you can trade 10 crab because, um, the, uh, the, the, the lore of this is quite funny. The shop owner was, um, he was really, really hungry during the sludge attack because I presume they weren't getting out to fish and maybe retrieve their normal food stuff. In he ate, he ate a bright-eyed crab whole and raw and now the, the owner of the shop um, has been is totally obsessed with them. He's been making uh, crab puns 
no, that's his whole stick. He loves crap, crab puns. So he, um, if you give him 10 crabs, because he loves crabs now, he'll give you a sapphire. And he promises that uh, any future trades, um, he'll make a trade for some products that are equal in, in value to the number of crabs you shell out. And uh, we never speak to that guy again because puns are the worst form of humour. Uh, moving on. Can you get any cool items from him? Do you know? From the store or just from this guy? From that guy. Like, is there a... Uh, you get a sapphire for doing this. Like, oh, it's, all, it's just always sapphires. As far as I can tell... No, you get other ores. It's other materials. It doesn't list what you get. It just mentions other materials, including other ores. So... Maybe if you bring them 50 crabs, they'll give you a diamond. Who knows? Mm, because there are, like... In some of the Pokemon games, there'll be a character. It's like, oh, we'll trade 10 items for whatever. And it can be... It can start off, you're getting, like, revised. But then if you trade, like, 100 items, you're getting Master Balls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought it might have been a cool little mechanic like that. Sadly not. Alas. Um, yeah, I, I genuinely, I don't think I even did that quest, but I included it in the document because I liked the mm. craptacular pun at the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, de- I definitely done it. Like I remember, like searching for crabs, just generally pick them up underneath, like the Zora's domain, like underneath the throne area, and up at Mephis Court as well. You get a fair few dotted about there. Yeah, I think they're quite common in caves as well, and so you'll probably pick up a few while you're. Mm-hmm. Go and spelunk him. Pick up a crab. Let's pick up another quest, shall we? Um, How about uh, a wife wafted, wafted away, wafted, wafted? I would say wafted. The wife is gone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I miss my wife, uh, Tails. I miss her a lot. I love that video so much. Um, so there's a one of the Zora, his wife has gone missing, um, and apparently she'd left the on the eastern bridge, and she was singing about hopping and skipping and jumping to a floating place. Um, so that's a bit of a clue that maybe you need to look skyward to mm. find her this time. And I think I this. Was a quest you could get before the um, not according to the oh, okay. Movie. I think you can speak to the guy whose wife is missing, but maybe you can't find her. Ah, uh, gotcha, that makes sense because I did. Yeah, I remember hearing about her as part of just you know general goings on, so of a calamitous the nature. Floating place maybe also gives you a hint that you could maybe return to the low-gravity area of the Wellspring Islands and on one of the islands up there. That's where you'll find find the wife. Um, and uh, she just got really distracted by catching fish up in the floating island. Um, so you tell her, your husband's worried about you. And she's like, okay, I'll go home then. <laughs> That's it. That's the quest. <laughs> and you get some fish. So it's not a big reward, but... Oh, it's a hearty fish skewer, so it's a full heel. You know what? I want to give Nintendo props here. They yeah. did a story about getting distracted fishing and your spouse worrying about you. And they didn't make it the husband fishing and the wife nagging. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's a 
a little bit of a broad verse there. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, that. Considering that, you know, we've had incidents like the behaviour of the boo is based on uh, Tezuka's wife getting angry when he didn't when he worked long hours making Mario three and stuff like that. <laughs> you got to give him respect for slowly maturing in that sort of thing. <laughs> I didn't. I think I might have heard that before, but I've forgotten about that. Yeah, Miyamoto said it. He was like, oh, yeah, it's his wife. She was really sweet to our faces, but we know that she gave him hell when he got home every night. <laughs> <laughs> when our backs were turned. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was the 80s. Everyone was working those kind of hours. We have another quest here, which will take us... Um, Take us a little bit further away. Um, Is this from... the other two armor quests? No, not quite. I was saving those till okay. the end. I felt they were a nice little bit more meat on those bones. Mm. Um, this one is True Treasure. Um, so basically the, there's a, a guy at the inn who said that there's a passage in an ancient text, which is long, long ago at Tarn Point. A blessed stone was hidden away within a sacred shrine. And um, the, the innkeeper there said that his daughter um, believed there's treasure there. So she headed away over there with, I think, a Hellion guy called Sasan. Um, yeah, it is a Hellion. And um, they you go to Tarm Point, which I think, if I look at the map and if I remember rightly... Tarm Point was quite far away, and I can't remember exactly where. Yes, so it's actually like to the far southeast of um, of Zora's domain. So it's actually um, like to the northeast of. Actually, closer to Mount Lanero than it is to. Yeah, it's down by the. Um, well, actually, there is a tier. I don't know if we've done this tier. Uh... Tier number nine, which actually is the next one, I think. It is the next one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. I've planned it anyhow. Good work, guys. Good work. King Raru, we just received word that the last free village in the Gerudo Desert has fallen. At this rate, the Demon King's army will overwhelm us. I understand. Our only hope is for me to defeat the Demon King. Raru, the Demon King... He is not someone you can stop by yourself. But you are not alone. You have the Gerudo, Goron, Zora, and Rito leaders as well as Zelda. And of course, you can count on me. So this cutscene um, shows the the different... They're not called champions in this. What are they called in this? Sages. sages, yeah. It shows the sages, it's called the sages vow. It shows the sages um, basically being given the secret stones by Rauru ready to fight the demon king. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of interesting little points in here. 
Um, right at the start, they say the last free village in the Gerudo Desert has fallen, um, which I really like as just pointing out that it's not like all of the Gerudo instantly followed Ganondorf, no questions asked. Like, the Gerudo did actually fight back when he turned out to be a demon king mm. with a monster army. Yeah. <laughs> you would hope that in, you know, in a real scenario, people would see when their leader becomes a monstrous demon that they shouldn't be followed, but it doesn't always work out like that. No. Well, I mean, there are always some people who do, but yeah. Yes. I'm just glad that they, they put that in there. Um... And also, as it shows him, it shows Rao will be like, oh, I have to face the Demon King. It's like, oh, you're not alone. You've got all of us. And it's the Four Sages, it's Zelda, and it's his sister, which is obviously a little hint um, for where the game is going to go after this area. Don't know what you mean. And then, yes, (laughs) and he does give them the stones, and they do call them secret stones. (laughs) That's why I say it's not sacred then. Like sacred sacred, sacred stones is a fire emblem game. Uh, sacred stones is a fire emblem <laughs> game. <yes. laughs> I guess they don't call them special stones. <laughs> no, they never did. <laughs> you did, and I yeah. liked it. But still, so yeah, it's kind of a. This is kind of the turn the tide moment. The gang are together. It's a very um, like little Power Rangers <laughs> scene where they all got get their magic stone with their special <laughs> element. <laughs> Hope is not lost. Not quite, anyway. So you have my bow moment. They all come together. Action shot. Yeah, kind of of walking and... towards the camera in slow motion. <laughs> Explosion behind them as they walk away. <laughs> and it's also it's Explosion in the room. Um, you know where there's the big stone map of forgotten the forgotten temple. Yeah, yeah, it's in the room before that where there's just like a big weird stone flower mm-hmm. and space for them all to stand around it. Very cool. Yeah, I suppose we needed a, a moment of hope, considering the last um, memory was Ganondorf going Super Saiyan, Super Saiyan Demon King and spreading blight across the world. Yes. Although at this point we have seen these four sages battling the Demon King four times now. He's going to say this is the precursor to the prison and more, or whatever it's called. Yeah, should remember it. See them more. <laughs> but you might have you might have got this before doing any main quest. Potentially, there's a chance. It's unlikely, but there's a mm. chance. Shall we uh, return to the the whole yes. we came to turn point? So yeah, we came here to drop down into a little cave. Yes, uh, Tarn Point Cave, and inside there we'll find Sasan, who is a Hellion who's friends with uh, uh, a younger Zora. I think, am I right in saying that the younger Zoras are still like 50 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, as we said last week, I think they're basically the elves of Zelda. Yeah, 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're the most long lived. Because yeah, um, year, right? one of the gags was Sidon was a little boy in the like pre Breath of the Wild times, mm-hmm. and then you meet him a hundred years later, and he's all grown up. That's it. And he's now like, it seems like he's now the same age as Link, but obviously Link was in hibernation for a hundred years. Mm, yes. Whereas uh, Sidon was eating his protein. Say it is press. <laughs> <laughs> brother, brother. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the this whole quest here, I do remember this now. There's a little boat mm-hmm. um, that you've got to make into a steerable contraption. Um, and uh, you then have to speak to the Hellion because you can't get across to join the Zorapal near the shrine that you'll be accessing um and you've got to kind of steer him uh, the water level goes up and down like fairly right on a regular interval yes and, so you uh, don't actually necessarily have to build anything because it already has a sail and there's a coral yeah, front you, right there it's more about right. just timing it so that you you go forward when the tide is up and you sit still when the tide is down because you don't want to hit the rocks when the tide is high i'm going on <laughs> And when the tide uh, is low, and um, not. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> Lifeguard look at it again. Um, but yeah, once you reach the other side, um, they find the shrine, and they there's a little bit moment where they're like, "Oh, we didn't find the treasure we're looking for," but the memories we made today are more precious than the treasure we could have found. What we found along the way. The friends we found along the way, yeah. Just like the ending to One Piece is going to be. <laughs> Spoilers. Everyone knows it. The One Piece is going to be the friends you made along the way. Um, Inside, it's a Rauru's blessing, of course. Yeah, because the, the after you've done the bloody raft bit. Yeah. <laughs> The cheek if they'd given you a shrine after that. <laughs> like more, more of a boat puzzle, more tide going up and down. <laughs> uh, on the way back, uh, you might come across another shrine that we could chat about. Ooh, the, which one uh, is this? Uh, this is Apple the. Deck. Yeah, Applegeck. It's. Like, yes. halfway up a cliff. That's it, yes. You'll probably get it on your way back from Tarn Point. If, if you, you, unless you didn't, you, you would have warped, I expect. But maybe, maybe you want to, you know, not use fast travel. Enjoy the travelling. Uh, this one is Wings on the Wind. Which I think is a, another gliding one. It is. It's, um, um... So the first step of it, you just get a glider and glide across. And then there's a second gap, which is too big... Mm. Um, and you need to attach fans to use the glider. But the fans are um, positioned as part of, like, getting up a a step. You have to, like, use them as an updraft. So it took me a second to realise, like, oh, I can just go and steal those fans and put them mm. on my glider. So that was a, a mm. nice little puzzle, I thought. But once you do that, it's, it's nothing. It's easy. I think I, I might be misremembering this of another shrine, as is often the case, but... I did enjoy the big glide across to the altar at the end. 
Yeah, it wasn't a very long one in this case, but... Yeah, that is a lot of glider. Gliders are glides. My trains. Mm-hmm. I do remember one really big massive gap, though, when you kind of steer your way through, like, some obstacles. Is this that one? Yeah, th- this one's not that. No, right. they're, they're two very basic glides, just one's a bit longer than the other. Not quite done with our questing back at Zora's Domain. Um, we've got kind of a follow-up of sorts to the quest we did for those two old Goron geezers who wanted to find the um, the place of our birthed um, <laughs> spawn, whatever have you. Um, this quest, though, is called the Moonlit Princess. So there's a, an old Zora geezer who... He said, oh, I remember when I was a younger lad and oh, the sight of Princess Mifa holding her light scale trident in the moon. Oh, I wish I could see that picture just one more time. Just one more time. And uh, if you go to Zora, uh, to Mifa's statue up in uh, Mifa's court, Plymouth Mountain, whatever you want to call it, um, and if you wait for, well, the moon to be in the sky... <laughs> Um, eventually it'll kind of be directly behind the statue which is holding it and you can take a snap of that he's uh, he's very satisfied by that and he'll give you a, a Zora sword so short and sweet probably a bit simpler to solve than the old Goron geezers don't remember this one giving me any, any trouble at least no it's, oh, it's done this one just like there's a few, few, kind of, a few times yeah there's a few times like there, there's a few Moments well, the, um, I remember in the game the Goron of one. Like a, a light puzzle and having it line up like a picture or in some form. So. Yeah, there's a there's a series of like photography based quests at all the um, stables, which we've not yet spoken about. We'll save that right. for a wrap up and just go through Definitely them all. Like <laughs> or stuff to um, do. But yeah, a lot of those are related to taking a picture at a certain time of day or from a certain angle and mm. things like that. So these are kind of s- smaller versions to kind of get you ready for that longer question. For me, the trick with the um, the Goron one, if you remember, was that I kept trying to take pictures of the actual moonlight. But you're meant to just take a picture of the sunlight making a circle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. yes Whereas I the Mifa one, it said moon and it meant moon, so it was much easier. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up near the reservoir lake where we ended up going down to the old waterworks, um, there's a reasonably quick quest where. Um, there's a stonemason up there, he said he's found blue stones of really impeccable quality in a cave just over near the near the near the lake. Um it, they're too heavy for him to swim out with, so you need to go in there and ultra hand it or fuse it to a boat or whatever have you to bring the stone back to him. But it kind of leads on to something we spoke about a couple of episodes ago where we spoke about the Zora architecture and how mm. they're made out of that kind of blue um, Right. The, the material that we said very unique and distinct to the Zora so shows that you know they kind of address that in game they've got their own building materials that they mm-hmm. find within the caves that they must only naturally form around Zora's domain you'd expect that's why oh, other due to the lakes and stuff like that as well probably them. right if I had to guess 
yeah, every chance. Every chance. Well, the whole region is called Lanaru Great Spring, and I think the kind of idea behind it is this where all the waters that go around Hyrule itself kind of stem from. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because that it's was like, the point of they were desperate to stop the sludge, right, from yeah, infecting the source of all the water. Yeah. At the very I mean, least for this the, area, if not for the whole of Hyrule. Well, if you look at the world map, like, a lot of the rivers and everything, like, it, they all flow, like, down to, for example, Lake Helia, mm-hmm. all the way out um, to, like, that, that kind of water that's over, like, just before you get to the Grudo Canyon, that stems all the way from... Yeah, all around, like the moat of the castle, all the way down. The only yeah. other real water source, I think, is up in Hebra. They have their own water from the mountains. Yeah, kind of this, the, the springs and such. And there's a kind of a lake around the Hyrule Forest as well, which... But that also from... looks like it comes from... Kind of connects in some way to the... Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the ocean as well. But that's a different thing. But, uh, yeah, so you kind of really drives home the importance of what Sidon was was doing holding back the, the stem yeah well as Nestle has proven water's not a human right yeah uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a couple more shrines just in the general area yeah we've got Ihena shrine that? That's right next to the... Uh, just slightly up. Oh, maybe we talked about it. It's near Mifa Court. Did we do it when we were up there during the, the main quest? Midair Perch. Yes, we did. No, right. Uh, slightly... Yeah, that's about the Hoverstones. And then the ones to the north we did as part of the Tarrytown episode. The one... Oh, maybe we did all the shrines around here already. Only one we haven't spoken about, I think, is Gath and Nisa's shrine on your document. Okay. Is that one up in the sky, by any chance? Nope. So, Gath and Nisa's shrine is one of the shrines you were on about there. This one's... It's kind of, like, down a cliff. Um, it's near to the islands named after Tingle and his brothers. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and this one is called A Well-Timed Bounce. Um... So this one is you're kind of making almost like a you're kind of like manipulating it's almost like a pinball machine sort of thing like a um, uh, pachinko sort of deal yeah um basically there's a ball kind of rolling down and it lands on a platform and it'll fall into a pit if you don't do anything but you can um use recall on the ball and it'll launch sorry on the platform because it's kind of on a spring and it'll launch the ball up into the ceiling and hit a ceiling switch um and then uh and then i think what you then have to do is actually stand on the platform yourself to then reach the altar so just a quick little recall Mm. trying short and sweet but yeah Um, as a short aside, I don't know if people want to speak about this here, but it's not much to it, but the uh, the Tingle Islands themselves um, actually have a chasm on them. Um, yeah, because so, they're yeah. inaccessible by land, they have to have their own 
little chasms. Yeah, so it's kind of like a, it's almost like a short little, not combat trial as such, but there's like a few because because each island is like self-contained, you have to maybe fight a few enemies in each one. Yeah. And on the last, so you you enter the island on the the northern, you enter the chasm, sorry, on the northernmost island, which is going to be the, if you're going by land, like following the bridges, the last one you get to. And then you're going back south underground to the first island, which will be the, the last one you access in the depths. And down there you'll get the Cap of the Wind, which... Uh, I thought we uh, covered like this before, and... did we not? I'm pretty sure I spoke about spoke like about... how like the, the treasure thing and like my first kind of duel of seeing Phantom Ganon for the first time was down here. Uh, maybe we touched on it then because when we talked about Phantom Ganon. Yeah. Quite possibly. Because yeah, we talked about Phantom Banner when we did the um, Korok Forest, because that's when like the game wants you to fight your yeah. first one. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Um, there's also a uh, back on the surface, kind of closer to that where that shrine was that we did. There's another uh, edition of that Sand Seal mini game that we spoke about before. Where you oh, the little toy ones. You, yeah, you scare the women and you got to go collect all the toys. <laughs> so. I didn't know that repeats. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've done it once as well. Um, there's another sort of monster, not a monster patrol quest, but there's a, a fort to clear out. Yeah, there's a, a quest you've got to follow here called the Fort at Jabu Ridge. Um, wonder what they named that bridge after. And uh, <laughs> if you go up, I think it's on the kind of southeast. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. there's a monster fort up there. Um, I think there's an NPC in there that you can rescue. I think he's the one that keeps getting caught. I think you mentioned it before, actually, look a few times. He keeps getting caught in different mm-hmm. monster forts, and you, you. I think it's Jas- Jas brought him up. Yeah. Yeah, because I was getting confused. Yeah, because I was getting confused with the whole yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's it. And uh, you can free him, and you'll get some various. Uh, various goodies. I think he gets recaptured every blood moon. <laughs> he's just part of like the reset. Uh, so I like the fact he's generally in a cage as well, isn't he? And you just have to ultra hand him out of it. Yeah. Which That's I just find quite funny. But yeah, short and sweet little quest here. Um, but the last sort of substantial quest uh, that we've been saving till last year, as well as the main there's two quests that revolve around finishing off the Zora armor set, of which we've only got the uh, the Greaves? No, it was a chest, chest, chest piece. Initially. Um, yeah. So we've got the helmet and the Greaves still to get. So mm. which do you want to start with? Pick your poison. Uh, let's start with the Greaves, because they we already been touched on previously that we would be coming back to this location. Yes, indeed. So... Um, this quest you get from the now Queen Yona. That's a point. We didn't even mention that after the sludge problem has been dealt with, uh, Sidon gets crowned. He's king. Oh, yeah. I forgot that he wasn't king already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> king that, and name alone. That right? king, king, like, king and all but name was the king before that, yeah. Yes, that's that's what I meant there. Like, king the opposite of, of what you said. <laughs> yes. The idiot. So yeah, I know what you mean, yes. Uh, yeah, he was doing all the jobs when Dorofan was like wounded in a cave. And yes. it's like, oh, you've proven that you can be king, I'm going to abdicate. That's it. But yeah, 
um, Yona directs us to go down to the waterworks, is it called, again? Yes, the ancient Zora waterworks. Uh, which, and, as you mentioned uh, last time, a lot of the water has drained out, or can be drained out if you bomb it. It is drained out. Yeah. It is drained out. Yeah, yeah. So there's now like a hole that you can go deeper into the waterworks. And uh, I don't think there's much to do in there. If I remember rightly, I don't think... No, you mostly just have to scurry your way down. I think there's some like lights yeah. and things to deal with, but... Yeah, maybe a couple of critters, right? Mm-hmm. But the uh, the reward, of course, is you get the, the Zora Greaves for uh, for exploring. Uh, but where is the helmet? The helmet, you have so, to speak to... Um, so there's an NPC hanging around who's been looking for it. It's um in the document, it's under... I thought this was the quest for the other helmet but it's not so it's under trunk yes this is <laughs> the never-ending lecture yeah um so there's a bit of lore behind this here initially because apparently um one of the npcs says that when links he partly sent his old zora set to the domain to be fixed mm. um the helmet was damaged beyond repair so they were able to repair the chest piece didn't see what happened to the greaves but i guess maybe damaged as well beyond repair um but uh yona comes along saves the day and said oh well there's another one but i don't understand they said it's stored in a skyfish um and one of the zora apparently had been searching for a literal fish that had eaten the helm up in the sky <laughs> um another one said he, uh there's probably more to this um maybe Maybe I'll go have a look around. Um, so yeah, if you remember the, uh, I think it's called the Floating Scales Island, where we shot the arrow yeah. through the tier to, yes. which then opened up the waterworks. So that whole island is shaped like a fish. Um, you probably see it looking at the. I think it is. It well. starts shaped like a fish, but when you do the quest, it like explodes. Maybe. Or is it, is it the other way around? Is it, it doesn't look like a fish, and then during the quest it forms a fish? No, it's, it's definitely... It's it it definitely a, looks like a fish. Yeah, it's always a fish. I think there's just... Because there's, there's, like, the gravity stuff like up in the sky island mm. here, and it's just... Like, it they're, they're, like scattered. they're scattered. They're yeah. scattered to kind of rocks and stuff that you can kind of use the gravity to jump on. Because that's what I was doing while trying to look for the... The Zora. Right, that's it. It looks like a fish if you actually look at it, but it doesn't look like a fish very much on the map. Does it not? I think is what I'm... I remember it looking like a fish on the map, but not looking like a fish when you look at it. (laughs) So, we're all over the shop here. But, uh, yeah, there's a, like a, almost like a hole in one side of the fish where you can find a treasure chest inside of which is the helmet. Easy as that. Although, I remember it taking a little while, like you were saying there, Jas, kind of clambering around actually trying to find where this this bloody helmet was. But you'll get it eventually, I'm sure. Yarp. Isn't there still, like, kind of some muck residue, like, up on that island as well? Like, even after you clear it out, the main quest? Or am I misremembering there? Um, I uh, no have not been up there very much, to be honest. So you could be right. That's right. I'm I just poking around like up there. As when I'm searching, so maybe I was just like 
Maybe it was part of the main quest when I was like searching for like the the tear to shoot the arrow through. Probably that. Mm. But uh, well, with that, more or less mopped up what what's left to do here in the domain. Yeah. So maybe it's about time to check back in. At Lookout Landing. Yeah. In fact, probably, uh... we might have received a message from Lookout Landing right as we finished this quest. We uh... probably did, <laughs> but we've not spoken about it yet. Instead, you'll find out more about that next time. Until then, you can find this podcast on Twitter at HyroleFieldPod, or on Facebook, YouTube, Apple, Spotify... Make sure you're liking and subscribing, rating and reviewing, telling your friends. Hey, you're playing Zelda. There's this podcast you can play along with. And you'll get that experience of playing the game alongside your pals and having a good chit-chat about it. And if you want to help support the podcast and keep it online, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. There you can also find links to the other podcasts that we make. Like the Game Game Show, a game show about games. Or Luke Loves Pokemon, which does what it says on the tin. Or Films and Filth, about the 100 greatest and 100 worst films as rated by IMDb users. And I'm about to go and record a podcast on what is supposedly one of the greatest films, but I thought was just boring and miserable. Which film is that? Requiem for a Dream. Oh, isn't that Darren Aronofsky? It is. The Whale and The Wrestler. I like some of his films, but this one was just... Mm. It's got Jared Leto in it, I think. Yeah, which doesn't doesn't help. (laughs) Always bringing it down. (laughs) That is. Best film he's in is an American Psycho because he gets slaughtered horribly with an axe. (laughs) Um, to save us all from being slaughtered horribly by an axe, so I think we need some sage words of advice from our main man, Jazz. Yes, don't be a dickhead, you know? It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't take a whole lot to be nice. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? That's you hear that, Jared Leto? <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, specifically you, Jared Leto. You're a shit actor, mate. Don't Stop mailing your co- co-stars bloody cat turds in socks or whatever. No one's impressed. But hopefully you were impressed by this podcast. Now <laughs> join us next time to catch you then. Keep it secret. Keep it special. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>